0: This episode of Jujitsu Cafe Podcast is brought to you by BJJ Connections, connecting BJJ practitioners and athletes all over the world, including lifestyle competitions and much more. Follow BJJ Connections on social media for their amazing content. They are on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And this episode of Jujitsu Cafe Podcast is also brought to you by Cervical Kimonos Action is Everything. The famous key brand in the UAE and Middle East. Also, they are all over Europe and shipping worldwide. Serve calque Action is everything Welcome back to Jiu-Jitsu Café Podcast. I'm Carlos Almeida, third degree Brazilian Jiu Jitsu Black Belt. And today with an episode in English again. Our guest for today is a nuclear engineer and a physicist who fell in love with BJJ. He is 2nd stripe purple belt under BRA-021, Canada, coach of Team Fight Fortress based in Islamabad, Pakistan. He studied nuclear engineering at Pakistan Institute of Engineering and Applied Sciences, studied physics at University of Alberta, Canada, former graduate research assistant at CERN, former principal scientist of Pakistan Atomic Energy Commission. Principal scientist at Paxton Institute of Engineering and Applied Sciences. And his mantra is that, fight fortress for life. That man, who I call the BJJ scientist, not only because he is a scientist, but also all fighters who knows him can say he really studied every and each detail in all aspects of our sport. Ladies and gentlemen, Atif, Imtias, but...
1: So guys, we are here again with the Jiu-Jitsu in Cafe podcast today. As you know, our guest is Atif from Team Fight Fortress in Islamabad, Pakistan. Hello, brother. How are you doing?
2: Hey Carlos, I'm good. How are you doing?
1: I'm great as well. So, Thank you. Uh, Thank you. great, brother. Uh, I usually start the podcast. Asking our guests about uh, your origins and childhood time, uh, teenager time, how you grow up.
2: Uh, well, there's nothing extraordinary about it. I am from Lahore uh, in Punjab, Pakistan. And uh, during my childhood and uh, my teenage time, i did only two things one was studies second thing was uh, playing cricket so i played cricket uh, a lot so these are the two activities that's it so it's a, it's normal childhood normal teenage
1: life yeah right uh in about uh, another sports you have been tried another sports or you came uh, right away from cricket to BJJ
2: uh, I moved to Canada for uh, higher studies uh, and uh, since I couldn't play cricket over there uh, I was looking for something to like uh, some kind of like sport like keep myself active when I'm not studying so I tried uh, Kung Fu and uh, Muay Thai uh, before I stumbled upon Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu so yeah, I tried them for like a good four months. I didn't like that, so I loved that. But then, accidentally, I found jujitsu, and then uh,
1: since then, I'm loving it. <laughs> so it's kind of a good accident, right? Oh yes, oh yes, <laughs> definitely. Right. Uh, which year we start BJJ?
2: I started BJJ in January
1: 2011. Oh, next year, ten years of BJJ, huh? Almost ten years, yes. Nice, nice. That's great, that's great. Uh, Atif, uh, it's kind of a hard question, but I should answer that for you. Quarantine times, okay? Do you get some exercise at home? Yes or not? If you take some, which one you trying at home?
2: Okay, so... Uh, I tried to uh, stay active at home, but I couldn't. Uh, I couldn't exercise at home. I, I started it for, like, good one week. And then after that, uh, I was not able to, like, Continue that so what I do is I wake up very early in the morning and I go for a run. So uh, There is a park uh, very close to my house and uh, I usually run a uh, five kilometer or six kilometers every day uh, In the quarantine time so that is something that uh, that is pretty regular and uh, Yeah, so I'm just running these days no jiu jitsu solo drills, no jiu jitsu warm ups. Uh, yeah, I miss it too. Yeah,
1: yeah. I I started uh, really uh, engaged on that. You know, uh, I practice no no jiu jitsu since this uh, quarantine started. I have no jiu jitsu, but uh, I started really engaged in do a lot of. Uh, TRX exercises and band exercise over here on my my home. But then third week, fourth week, I just slowed down. And nowadays, just when my son comes and says, no, 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 come on, come on, come on. Let's do some push-ups, some abs, some thing outside, some squat. And okay, I'll go. But I don't feel motivated, you know. I like to grab a gear. I like to grab some food, some arm. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard. I, I'm doing, but I'm not uh, happy when I'm doing. You know. Uh,
2: during the quarantine time, like there were two weeks when uh, I rolled with Alumi. Uh, he's uh, my student and uh, Etisham Prem's brother as well. So. We, are, we live very close uh, by, like one block away and uh, we were both quarantined. So I used to go to his house and uh, we used to roll for a like good two months uh, two weeks. Uh, that was the good time in quarantine. Uh, but then he uh, moved to Gilgit. So, yeah, those were the only times when I rolled. And I liked that very much because I didn't have to go to office. I was at home all the time, so I was fresh and I could roll hard with him. So we rolled like good one and a half hour every day for so like good two weeks in quarantine time. Uh, but unfortunately, that is not available at soon. so yeah,
1: doing nothing. Yeah, so I, I have uh, uh, advice for you, leave your job and just train Jiu Jitsu. <laughs> You said you feel you feel fresh. You said, well,
2: uh, the thing is that I love both my jobs. Uh, right. Uh, my job, and uh, I love what I do, and I love jiu jitsu. So.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm just kidding. Of course, you know that.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: uh, Brother, uh, one uh, question I have—it's uh, 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 personally, okay. Uh, when you train, as you said, you train with Olumi, right? He's also a purple belt. Which kind of difference you felt when you finish that training uh, with a purple belt and? when you're training with uh guys on the the belts below the purple like white and blue belts
2: oh. that's a very difficult question for me uh, i will be very honest uh, when you are in pakistan uh, there are guys who are white belt uh with a wrestling experience of 10 years and uh, there are guys who are blue belt uh, but they are very good. It's just that uh, they are not promoted because there is uh, nobody here to like promote them. So uh, I often find this thing that uh, uh, belt color is not uh, the gauge, like uh, see how good the grap- uh, grappler that guy is, but uh, one thing that uh, I can say is that uh, the purple belts and uh, the hire they lay out a trap for you. They have something in mind. They don't uh, roll hip hazardly. Uh, blue belt and white belts, uh, most of the times they have uh, they have like one or two tools, Uh, which they always try to, like, uh, uh, enforce those tools or those techniques onto you. And if you know how to, like, escape, you you will escape most of the time. Uh, Purple bells and high bells, uh, what they they do is that they lay a trap, and uh, you escape from one thing, and then you are trapped in another thing. You escape from that on another thing, and uh, there's another thing ready for you. So I think that that is something uh, that differentiates higher belts from blue belts and uh, white belts.
1: Got it, got it, got it. So, uh, we usually use these uh, uh, kind of uh, situations, right? And here in Brazil, I have uh, more experience here in Brazil, when we're training with the lower belts, we try to do some uh, different uh, game plan or uh, different techniques like oh this is the fresh one i'll try that one because probably I'm, I'm not sure but probably if i commit some mistake i have time in uh, uh, knowledge to avoid his situation control again and try another thing that's uh a kind of um, experience <laughs> uh, training, right? When you do a rolling with a white belt, blue belt. At least here, we trying to do another things, different things. Uh, I wanna call the first coffee break, brother, to switch a little bit the level from jujitsu to coffee. Okay, so I will bring my one. Please pay attention on my mug. Okay.
2: Okay. Ah. Oh. That's interesting.
1: And on the other side.
2: Down Excuse me. Huh? <clears throat>
1: Uh, I have an interesting situation about coffee and that's include you, because, yeah, because last time when I went in Islamabad, after the tournament was my last night in Islamabad, if you remember that, we are on the hotel room, actually it's a guest house room, but doesn't matter, and uh, and we start to discuss about the, the students, about some uh, performances, right? And then you said, okay, I want to bring a coffee. It's like uh, uh, midnight or 1 a.m., right? <laughs> so let us know what which kind of relationship you have uh, with coffee.
2: Oh. I... Most of the times, I drink a lot of coffee, especially uh, when I'm working at, uh, in my office. So I prefer tea over coffee, and uh, by coffee, I mean black coffee uh, without any sugar or any, anything else. So, yeah, you can say that I'm a coffee person, and uh, I would never
1: say no to somebody who is offering me coffee. <laughs> That's great, that's great. We are on the same pipe again. <laughs> before, I, I want to say uh, something honestly here. Before like uh, before 2015, 2014, I take just like a two small cup of coffees per day. Then I start to increase three, four, five. Today, maybe I took a liter per day. Oh, At wow. least a liter, yeah.
2: And it's like uh, around midnight over there already?
1: Here it's 2.30 a.m. Okay. But I I can sleep normally. That don't affect me anymore.
2: Well, I, I believe that uh, sleep has nothing to do with coffee. Well, if I'm restless, uh, for whatever reasons uh, some kind of like thought or anything i will not be able to sleep and uh, if i'm tired
1: it doesn't matter if i drink like three cups of coffee yeah <laughs> yeah i have a friend when uh, back on the day we are uh, room- roommates in uh, uae mm-hmm. yeah. and we we are new we are new there on on that city Then we took a scoop of uh, Uh pre-workout, go to the car and move to training place. But we commit some mistake on the traffic and we are lost on the city, right? So we trying to put on GPS or something in Google Maps. I don't remember the the app. Okay, we lost the, the training session. And he said, oh, come on, Carlos, and now how I can sleep? I'm too uh, uh, fresh and crazy right now. I said, okay, go, run, do whatever you want. I'll go take a shower and go to sleep. No, no, that's impossible. That's impossible. So what I did is exactly that. I t- took shower, cold one, go to my bed in 10 minutes, boom, <laughs> sleeping. Uh on, on the next day, he said, man, you are not human. You took a very huge scoop, same than me. And then you said, oh, I just did, need to take shower and go to the bed. And you did. I said, yeah, man, I have no issues to sleep. Uh, brother, uh, you said you took a lot of coffee in your office, right? Uh, for the guys who don't know, you are a scientist, and I have a pleasure to say that because I'm your fan. You know that. Uh, but let's let us know how you balancing between coach, athlete, and your job.
2: Uh, well. Uh I would say that uh, I'm in love with two ladies at the same time. <laughs> Nothing else can uh, describe this thing uh, in a better way. So uh, I'm a physicist, and uh, uh, I work for a research and uh, development organization in Pakistan, and uh, as from age to four I uh, I work on uh, scientific projects and then from uh, uh, 5 onwards uh, 10 p.m. in the night uh, I either coach or train and uh, uh, since uh, uh, as you know that uh, I'm also the co-owner of five Footers, so I manage uh, the financial and administrative uh, stuff most of the times uh, so you have to do what you have to do so i love doing what i do so uh, i don't have a formula like how like uh, manage uh, these two different lives uh, but i'm somehow able to do that so and then uh, i don't have time for any other thing apart from Uh, these two things Yeah, so I Think that it is manageable
1: Right Right Good answer. Good answer. I Really don't see myself doing this bro That's why every time I said I'm your fan Because my mind don't work like this Okay, now I want to do this, I want to do my research, I want to do this and that. Then I switch and now my mind is only for BJJ, coaching and teaching and, you know, <laughs> if I do BJJ, I need to do BJJ. Oh, you go to the movie, of course not now because everything's closed out there. But if I go to the movie and I say, oh, that's like a uh, front row, an example. <laughs> oh, here in in a fight scene, you know. Ah, here, maybe this guy can apply a Kimura here. <laughs> My mind is uh, 24-7 connect with this uh, BJJ thing, you know.
2: So, uh, so you asked this question to me and uh, nobody has uh, ever asked this question before. So I never thought about that. Uh, but this is, so now I'm like processing that uh, question and I can go into a little bit uh, detail. So when I'm at work uh, in my office, research is sometimes, I would say most of the time, you yourself is a biologist and you have a degree in biology, so you know that research is a frustrating stuff or uh, frustrating work most of the times. Uh, you might find success once in like two months, once in like six months, or maybe once in like one year when your project is like finished. Otherwise, like every day you, you, you get out of one problem, you start another step and uh, you're stuck. So uh, research is a frustrating thing or uh, job. Uh, I would say that uh, uh, I'm blessed in a way that uh, I have to, like, I can let go of that frustration by uh, coming on the mat and uh, doing jiu jitsu. Uh, coaching is something that uh, that was forced upon me uh, because when I came to Pakistan, uh, there was nobody who was doing Brazilian jiu jitsu in. Uh, in,
1: in Islam and uh, uh, fight only the fake ones, right? <laughs> yes, I, I, I,
2: never, um, I never have any grudge against them. So you will find different types of people. So there was uh, nobody who was doing Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Etisham cream and uh, uh, Sultan fight photos was already here but uh, no jiu-jitsu, mostly striking stuff uh, because their background was striking. Yeah, Tisham used to do a little bit of grappling uh, but when I came, I, uh, I'm i a kind of person who, who would go for uh, a collaboration rather than like building my own uh, temple from scratch. So when I came here uh, in Islamabad, moved here to Islamabad. Uh, the striking stuff was good, the gym was good. Uh, I just uh, attached myself with them and I started doing jiu-jitsu uh, with these guys, these MMA guys. And uh, here we are, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is one of the most uh, integral part of uh, Five focus at this moment. So coaching Uh, was something that I never planned to do but I had to do so uh, and still I don't like coaching especially Uh, Well, I would say I don't like coaching uh, white belts but I have to do that when my day is frustrated at uh, work uh, I come to the gym I grab some senior partner Uh, MMA guy or Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu guy and I roll hard with him so after like 30 minutes or an hour there's no frustration I forget everything so I would say that uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is a stress reliever for me uh, from my first job and uh, yeah so that is what is uh, keeping me motivated in uh, in my first job as
1: well as in the gym I can get your point, bro. Uh, that's uh, move us forward to my my next question for you. How you see the the fighting scenario, BJJ or even MMA, in Islamabad before this outbreak?
2: Oh, ah, things are going uh, good, actually. Uh, things. Started to improve uh, for better both in MMA and uh, in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu as well. Uh, we used to see more events in uh, MMA, and uh, then in I guess last year in December or perhaps in January, uh, there's a guy from Scotland who is a brown belt, Majid Gilani. He, uh, he came to Fight us, and then he he had the plan just like you. He had the plan to like go to Lahore and Karachi. So I was free from office at that moment. So that that happens very rarely. Uh, most of the times, like I have to go to office. So uh, I could avail some holidays, So what I did was uh, I tagged along him and uh, I went to Lahore as well as Karachi and. Uh, I could see that uh, BJJ has improved a lot. We visited, I would say, one, two and three three gyms uh, and uh, all the guys, all the senior guys over there were killers. So I would say that uh, uh, BJJ level in five years has improved significantly and uh, things were going in a positive direction, uh, both for MMA as well as uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. But then this COVID-19 thing happened.
1: Yeah, that's uh, hard times, especially for our sport, because our sport is 101% contact. How you can give some distance That's no not make any sense?
2: I, I, I would, I would uh, say that uh, five years ago, uh, people, use, people used to use the term UFC, that's it. They were that uneducated uh, that when they want to like refer to mixed martial arts, they would say UFC, but now most of the people are educated enough or or I would say well informed enough that uh, UFC is a brand and the sport is mixed martial arts. And five years ago, nobody had heard of uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu. And uh, nobody knew what gi is or what no gi is. Nowadays, like everybody, most of the time people know what Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu is. It's a sister of Jiu-Jitsu, it's a sister of Judo. Uh, People know Sambo and stuff like that. So, yeah, uh, I would say that people are are, like well-informed. Thanks to the social media and our fighters um, who have, like, I would say advertise the sport in a very good sense great great uh
1: brother for the guys who don't know tell us about uh, which team you training in uh, canada and who is your professor
2: Uh, in canada in edmonton i use I started training with uh, uh, Misty Shearer. She is a second degree black belt, and uh, her team is Brazil Zero to One, whose headquarters is in Chicago. Uh, Hanat who is uh, a third degree uh, black belt, is uh, one of the founder of this organization. I started uh, doing my jiu jitsu under Professor uh, Misty Shearer, and she is still my instructor. I have, uh, I would say, I I have I, been blessed enough to, like, work under many black belts or uh, trained with many black belts, but I have uh, one instructor who has graded me from white belt to purple belt one style. Uh, when I moved to Geneva uh, for my PhD project, I used to train under uh, Anderson Pereira uh, for a good one and a half year, uh, but he never graded me. So, uh, because he knew that uh, uh, I have my professor back home in Canada.
1: So, yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, he he respected Teixeira a lot and don't want to step on his tools. That's amazing, especially nowadays. That's amazing, because uh, here in Brazil we have this huge problem. An example: if you move from Rio to São Paulo, just to tell two cities, you know, uh, the professor, the instructor said, "Ah, okay, come here. In one month, maybe you change your belt." You know, no, this is my brown belt. This is my new black belt. That's no make sense, man. So that's. Uh, that thing you said that's perfect because he his behavior is like a samurai behavior, you know.
2: Our professor uh, never never uh, stops you from training with anybody. Uh, she uh, she actually encourages you to like go and train wherever and whenever possible. So uh, yes, so. She, uh, she never like stopped me from uh, cross training while I was in that city I used to go to a couple of other gyms but now with the intention to like uh, change my professor uh, there's no use in doing that so that is like being very ungrateful to somebody who has taught you form scratch so I'm not that kind of a person so I will love to stick with one person
1: yeah that's great that's great Uh, brother when you started BJJ 2011 you said and of course in white and blue one I usually uh, uh, make this question because I I feel very old you know that because I have uh, notebooks when I have all things I I took notes i do draws i i, I did many things mm-hmm. between my white belt and my black belt first second stripe how you did that when you was blue and white belt you take notes or you just uh, memorize and that's it uh, when i
2: was white belt and uh, blue belt I used to take notes and, uh, I used to like save videos in hard drive uh, in a very organized way so, and uh, I would uh, go and watch those videos over and over again so uh, that is how I, uh, I used to memorize moves and techniques uh, but that thing I only did when I was like uh, under like three stripe uh, blue belt or maybe four stripe blue belt, and then I stopped doing that.
1: So that show us our uh, scientist mind, right? Yes. <laughs> Especially on on the organized piles. <laughs>
2: oh, yes, oh, yes. I still uh, I still sometimes when I have nothing to do I still sometimes open that drive and uh, look at some stuff so, yeah it, it's very helpful at that stage when you are white belt on Google it is very helpful to, like uh, learn things in an organized
1: way and uh, that helps in uh, in your, in your progress right. it's kind of an official syllabus Yeah, right, right. Uh, I don't know if you follow the tournaments and the competitions in Canada, in example, or in U.S. Even in U.K., they have uh, some competitions on that format. I'll ask you right now. Uh, But I want to know your opinion about uh, the sub-only format. What do you think about it? That's better? That's uh, just uh, one more uh, kind of uh, competition? Please.
2: I would say that the uh, sub-only format is the best format uh, in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Point system is uh, something uh, that uh, I would say you can Simply uh, manipulate to have a win. Uh, But when you submit somebody, uh, that shows your skill level. And uh, I would say that uh, sub only tournaments or uh, sub only matches are a good indication of uh, the level of your jiu jitsu.
1: Great, great. I personally, Personally, I love sub-only format. Or something like uh, on, on the past, like um, A- ACB, you know, from Russia. Uh, if you did uh, 15 points over your opponent, okay, that's it. That's uh, technical superiority. Nice. Uh, another thing, I I think you follow that situations about... Uh, Money price, and trash talking in BJJ right right now. Right now, I mean, of course, before COVID issue.
2: Well, uh, I'm an old school guy, so, so that doesn't mean that uh, trash talking was not there. Uh, in old but still, uh, if uh, trash talking is uh, not uh, giving you financial benefits then it's a useless thing. Uh, so for example in MMA what we see is that uh, you trash talk and uh, you try to sell your fight, that's fine. Uh, but trash talking for no reason is, is like, it's a, it's a stupid thing to do. And in Brazil, uh, Brazilian Jiu Jitsu most of the times there's no price money. So or if, if there is some prize money that is not uh, enough to like show your stupid self to the world. So I would say that uh, trash talking uh, is shouldn't be a thing in, in in Brazilian jiu-jitsu. It has no space. But then again, if it brings like thousands of dollars in your bank on, then
0: yeah,
2: I can understand that. <laughs> You can
1: accept this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. Have a long. Right. Uh, I had this same conversation with uh, another friend, and he told me exactly like this. Uh, uh, I don't do that, but if someone need to do that job, okay, just go ahead. <laughs>
2: I feel that uh, you are uh, you. Uh, you are wasting your energy uh, into something which is totally useless. Uh, that same amount of energy you can put forward in something else in learning new skill or polishing the old skill or just like uh, uh, focusing at something else up here uh, rather than like uh, doing a crash out.
1: Yeah, yeah. agree, agree. Uh, I usually say uh, something like this: uh, Everything you can use your mind, use to your benefit and to benefit others uh, around you, positively, of course. That's why we share techniques. That's why we share knowledge. Even if you are from same uh, team, another team doesn't matter. But some guys need to hold their mind only to do trash talking and probably training two or three techniques. Of course, exhaustive, but only this because their mind is busy on the trash talking. That's make no sense for me, bro. Uh, still on a relationship, but now in a good way. Uh, let us know. The relationship between you and the team, the, uh, I mean, team fight quarters in Islamabad, outside the Mets?
2: Outside the Mets? Well, uh, as I said before in our coffee break, I I never say no to somebody who is offering me coffee. So, <laughs> if some students want to like have coffee with me, I, I or tea, I never say no. I if, if I'm free. So, yeah, uh, I mingle with my students a lot, uh, but then they often complain that I don't mingle that enough. So, <laughs> 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 so uh, yeah, so I have two trainers, uh, you Khan and Hadassati. They just left before you called. So, we went to Ram together, and uh, then they came here, and we had breakfast uh, and uh, coffee together, and we chatted. So yeah, uh, I mingle with my students.
1: Great, that's great. That's great because uh, some people, especially here in uh, Western world, you know, they think uh, they they have some uh, bad influence from the. American media, you know, and some of Western media as well and they they think uh, on the countries like uh, Pakistan, Iran, Afghanistan, you just need to be worried all the time. you need to be uh, so careful and it's not like that. When I said to them, oh I've been there three times, I went, everything's normal, perfect. The people enjoy around, hang out and everything. They said, no, 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 no. That's not true. Then I want to uh, show them the pictures. Can you believe on that? (laughs) So that's good you said that. Because the people here on the uh, Western uh, world can see you are normal people like us, you know, and you like to go outside with your students, take some coffee or whatever you want. If, if uh, here the guys have the, the resenha, you know, resenha, what means? It's like a hangout. You go to take some uh, sandwich or something like this, or even coffee, doesn't matter. So it's pretty normal.
2: I guess we we'll spent more time. In the night after on the streets and in cafes. Like we spent like one and a half hour on mat, and then we spent like three hours sitting in the hotel talking and having coffee and having tea and having pizza, and obviously coca cola as well.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brother, back to maths. I need to know your Worst injury, the worst injury you ever had in BJJ, I mean. Uh, when, I was,
2: uh, when, when I was white belt, I had only one injury. Mm, I would say that... Uh, really that, lucky. That is still here. Uh, when I was white belt and I was training in uh, Geneva, an MMA guy had a kimura on me and he... turned it really bad so because of that uh, I'm not able to like push my left hand up to a certain degree so I don't I don't push people in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu I changed my game I I would say at that time I I didn't have game and I got an injury but then when it comes like push aggressively I I don't do that Uh, I let people come in and then I play from here I don't I don't do this thing so that was the only injury that I ever had. Uh, rest of the injuries like uh, temporary arthritis or uh, a little bit of in knees or ankles, uh, they go away. They never stop me from like training. Uh, this one, it stopped me from training for like good uh, a month or
1: so. But then I had to come back to the mains Right, right. Yeah? But, but you're pretty lucky. Because almost 10 years of jiu-jitsu and just one uh, major injury. Oh, yes. I Great. tap.
2: In. I tap. Out. <laughs> I'm not kind of the I'm not those crazy guys who are not going to like tap. I tap. Right, right.
1: Uh, I have, uh, I had the minor injuries. Like, I, I mean, by minor injuries, if I broke my finger, it's a minor injury, you know? Some guy said, oh, you keep training with your broken finger? I said, yes. I have a, uh, nine more. <laughs> why <laughs> Why should I stop with just one broken? But the uh, major injury is really bad. And uh, start to put some uh, holding situations for who, who get this, you know. That's really not good. So, you are lucky, and you teach one more thing for the youngsters, tap, right? That's the the main thing why we train in a martial art, to learn. When you tap, you learn in one way or another.
2: (laughs) I think that the COVID-19 situation and this whole quarantine thing, uh, I get a lot of messages from my students, as well as, Somebody who wants to join the gym, and of course we are closed. Uh, they should realize this thing that uh, because of whatever reason, if you are not able to like come to train, uh, you will be frustrated. So uh, when we when we go back to the normal routine after this COVID nineteen thing is gone, uh, you need to know that you didn't like that time when when you were like off from the mat so you need to tap and uh, you need to protect your body and you need to, like uh, take care of it uh, you will only be able to continue jiu-jitsu if you have the right mind and a healthy body and uh, all the body is something uh, that you can only have if you have the right mind and uh, uh, in those. Bad situations you tap, and of course you don't injure your training partners. So because if you injure your training
1: partners, you will be left with no training partners
2: to begin with.
1: Yeah, hundred one percent agree, bro. Uh, I wish I could have a instructor like you because when I started, the highest level on my series back on the day is two black belts, if I'm not wrong, two black belts, one brown and five or six purple. And my first instructor was purple when I started. But all guys over there never say that. So I did all my 100% in every single training and, of course, lots of injuries. So today I received the paycheck, you know, from my body. Oh, here now, okay, 22 years of jiu okay, take this one. <laughs> but it's okay. I I did because I think, I'm thinking that's the uh, right thing to do, you know. Nobody said, oh, take it easy, stay cool, just tap, just do this, just, just do that. And, of course, it's other times, like 1998, The people really don't know properly how to manage that. But that, that makes some uh, some issues on our bodies from that time. <laughs> Brother, uh, now is the time when I, I call the second coffee break. On the second coffee break, guys, uh, I'll put some uh, guys who support us here, so we're gonna do a break around 30 seconds and in 30 seconds we are back here with uh, Coach Atif from TFF Islamabad and we will uh, talking about other things, just uh, stay tuned and enjoy our second coffee break, okay bro? Let's do it!
0: This episode of Jiu Jitsu Cafe Podcast is brought to you by BJJ Connections, connecting BJJ practitioners and athletes all over the world, including lifestyle competitions and much more. Follow BJJ Connections on social media for their amazing content. They are on in Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter. And this episode of Jiu Jitsu Cafe Podcast is also brought to you by Cervical Kimonos Action is Everything, the famous brand in the UAE and Middle East. Also, they are all over Europe and shipping worldwide. coffee action is everything.
1: Hello guys, we are here again with the uh, Jiu-Jitsu Café podcast with our guest today, Coach Atif from TFF's Lamabad. Uh, Atif, I usually do this game with our guests here when we return from the second coffee break. Uh, I call that uh, the game. I don't have a proper name yet, but I think this is a good name, the game. Uh, it's uh, 10 questions back to back and I ask the guys, please uh, answer the first thing came on your mind. That's okay for you? Oh, yes. yes. That's good. Okay, That's good. great. Uh, let's start, okay? Your favorite geek color, blue, black or white? white nice that's a traditional one gi or no gi it depends on the weather <laughs> right right so you already uh, answered the next questions why <laughs> so because of the weather <laughs> nicest academy or place you ever have to training or compete
2: My home in uh, Edmonton, Brazil. Zero to one. White soldiers.
1: Great, great. Uh, Which (laughs) song? One or the other. Right. Which song you usually hear when you go to your BJJ session? When you leave your job and go to BJJ job?
2: You mean while commuting?
1: Which song, which uh, music you like yeah. to?
2: When I'm when I'm in car from uh, work to gym, that's what you are asking. Yes, I listen to uh, Nusrat fatali Khan. This is like a Sufi uh, Sufi songs or uh, I have no specific taste for uh, uh, music. Anything will work with me.
1: Yeah, that's because you don't live in Brazil. If you (laughs) move to here, you start to hate some uh, music. Next one, your favorite food. My favorite food, Uh, Uh, thin crust pizza. Oh, that's great. Um, One quality of your training partners. The, the best quality you find is said, oh, this is a good training partner because he has this. Somebody who pushes non-stop.
2: Great. Without any ego.
1: Great. Nice answer.
2: Nice, nice. answer. MMA guys, most of the times, uh, they do that. And I like that.
1: Great. Your main goal on your BJJ life? Keep doing BJJ. That's it. <laughs> great, <laughs> great! I love that. Uh, your favorite city to visit in the world? Favorite city? Yes. Uh Edmonton. <laughs> Edmonton? <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure you'll say that. <laughs> For training BJJ, which one is better, winter or summer, and why? Uh gi winter summer no gi. Great, great, nice one, bro. Ten zero, you beat me. Easy, easy. Thanks for participate that. <laughs> Thank you. You're welcome, brother. Uh, I usually ask my guests here about books. Uh, you are reading or listen because nowadays we have this uh, facility to listen a book. Nowadays, if yes, which one is that? And any book you have to recommend to our listeners?
2: Uh, that is a tricky question. Uh, I don't. I don't read books. Uh, uh, what would what you would say novels or uh, fiction of i usually uh, read books that are technical for example in quarantine i i did uh, go through python data science handbooks and introduction to computing and uh, uh, problem solving using python so i learned python uh, and uh, in a scientific way and uh, did some stuff so I'm into, like, uh, reading books that are technical,
1: uh,
2: not knowledge
1: Right, right. So if you don't mind, let me tell for the guys a very good book to read, especially now because we have maybe... I, I, I usually said that joke, my day now on quarantine I have 30 hours. So I do things, I do things, I do things. And the day never ends. So it's a good time to read a book, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, guys, if you want to read a good book for a mindset for a sport to perform well, and of course, you can switch that for any situation in your life. I finished to, to read that book in last January. They call Relentless from Jim uh, Grover. Of course, I don't receive any money from him, but that book is truly amazing. He was the the personal training personal trainer from Michael Jordan, uh, LeBron James, Dwayne Wade, Kobe Bryant, some of uh, NBA guys. But he has the perfect mindset, bro. Perfect mindset. Uh, as you answer on, on the question about uh, your BJJ life. Training, that's it. So it's kind of this mentality. That's why I remember that book. It's it's crazy. It's crazy. When I finished that book, I said, man, I wish I can read this book uh, five years, ten years ago. It will improve my career, you know. So if you guys have a chance, Read this one. Uh, My brother active. A message for the guys from academy in Islamabad or in Canada, as you want. About uh, all the all all these things, and please a good message. We messed around all bad. feelings right now on the world?
2: <laughs> uh, so just a difficult time, it's, it's, it's difficult uh, not only on, uh, on, our, on our bodies but as well as on our minds. So I would say that uh, keep yourself engaged in an activity uh, that promotes healthy mindset. So that is very important uh, because this quarantine thing is is not going to end like in a week or a month it is going to like stay here for a year or maybe two i know people are not going to like this what i'm saying but uh, engage yourself in a healthy activity uh, that makes that brings peace to you up here so yeah And uh, take care of your loved ones, take care of yourself, and uh, follow
1: quarantine guidelines and uh, protocols, yeah, and spread love. Great one, great one. That's the best uh, message, best advice we can receive, bro, uh, from a guy who really knows what talking about. And don't don't, uh, ignore the problem but try to handle that, you know. Brother, we're coming to the end of the podcast, but before you leave, I want to ask you about your goals for 2020, probably surviving, (laughs) if I'm not wrong, and then 2021.
2: So, my goals are like... uh Get myself equipped with uh, uh, new tools uh, when it comes to my first job. Uh, that is why polishing uh, my skills in uh, programming. Uh, so this is one thing that uh, I'm engaged in these days. Uh, second thing is to like uh, think about uh, different stuff in my life that was happening so again trying to like find peace so yeah it, it is I never had that much of time in my hand when I was like uh, working two jobs uh, now I'm almost free and uh, sometimes I enjoy it uh, so yeah I would say again the thing that I told other guys like stay healthy Body-wise as well as uh, mind-wise, so
1: that is what I'm trying
2: to do, and continue to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, perfect, perfect, uh, brother. I want to say thank you so much for you accepting my invitation to come to participate of this episode of the podcast. I miss you a lot. You know, we are talking by WhatsApp for a long time and we're supposed to be together on the last month but we should postpone it because of this outbreak so i want to send you thank you and really really appreciate your words here uh, in and out the mats anyways and i hope as soon as this thing get under control we can restart the plans to to meet each other and enjoy BJJ, enjoy our conversations, a lot of laughing, and all that things, bro. I I just uh, can thank you enough.
2: Thank you for having me. Uh, the program. And, uh, by the way, this was my first interview. Pilot. I I, I try to like avoid that, but this is my first one. I uh, yeah, and uh, I can't uh, wait to have you back here in Islamabad and uh, train with you. Uh, thank you for having me.
1: That's great. You you did so well for the first time, bro. Believe me. Believe me. Okay. So, guys. Uh, we are here. Thank you for joining us in one more episode of the podcast. Uh, Thank you for uh, following us on social media. Uh, we have also Atif so- social media. If you're following on uh, podcast platforms, will be on the description of the podcast. If you are on YouTube, I'll put it here, okay, below on, on YouTube for you follow uh, Atif and uh, Team Fight Fortress Islamabad as well. Hope to see you on the next episode. Uh, Stay safe, guys. Keep strong. We will live that and come to normal life or new normal, as the people said now. And just keep uh, positive. Atif, thank you again.
0: Thank Thank you.